0: Wow, I didn't know it was possible, but you look like shit. I know I'm not supposed to ask, but was it that dream again? Oof, drinks on me tonight. You need a break. Welcome to the Hangar Lounge. My name is Maria Hunter B.
1: <laughs> Yo, I'm Kelly Warlock C. <laughs> oh. <laughs> For
0: cute. Oh, there you go.
2: <laughs> I'm Eric Hunter 2.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> it's all changed. It's all different. <laughs> all of it. Well, out of whack.
2: <laughs> welcome to the first episode of our new side series on Animal Crossing.
0: No, because <laughs> that's uh, all we've been doing. The last so we've couple. Been, of-
2: I hope you've the, all been collecting your cotton so that you yeah, can make some amenities. The Crew
1: has been going on a bit of a Animal Crossing <laughs> pocket camp bender, um, but. We're still here mm-hmm. to provide you with the latest hot Destiny news, and um, the dark, the dark lore, the dark hot lore.
2: <laughs> it's pretty dark. The read it, our lore. Yeah. Whoa. I Me, mean, watch no. out for that dark future.
0: <laughs> Darkest timeline. Let's go. Just kidding.
2: Don't like it.
1: So what's what's the haps? What's what's been going on? Um, everyone, look up from your phones and stop getting Goldie <laughs> seashells and <laughs> and tell me what's been going on in the Destiny universe. Uh,
2: well, there have been, as of recording, two uh, streams. The last one is coming up, probably around the time this releases, probably. Before it releases, so we'll see mm. what happens then. Yeah. But these are all detailing the Curse of Osiris DLC that's coming out in December fifth. Pretty exciting. Uh, how I'm do gonna you feel? cry
1: instantly. Yeah, I am too.
0: The Especially the if... DLC
1: downloads. I'm gonna cry yeah, instantly. I yeah.
0: I really hope that like Sagira also like. This is gonna sound really bad. I keep wanting to call the ghost Sangria. <laughs> like every time I'm about to say Sagria, I'm just like Sangria. No, that's Sagira. not Sagira. That's Sagira. not her name. I'm so sorry. It's so bad. But anyways, any like after I saw that opening cutscene, I was like, I hope we get to actually talk to the ghost because like it looks like the ghost died.
1: That I, would be so bad if I, they were like, yeah, let's hype up this voice actor that we got, and she only gets to say like five lines, and then she <laughs> dies. I mean, that would be pretty bad.
2: For that, we we spent like the first Destiny game reviving dead ghosts, so True. perhaps it's not <gasps> as
0: oh we get intense. to revive.
2: Yeah, that's what I feel they're gonna do. I can't that's your what head. I would and it's, do. I can... It'd be a perfect nod.
1: Sagira. Sakira. And actually, it's going to be the first time in Destiny history where a character is going to swear. Yeah. Yeah. Because she's going to wake up and she's just going to be
0: like, fuck. (laughs) That's exactly what's going to happen. (laughs) Shit. It's just like a whole... (laughs) It's just like a long bleeped out. <laughs> I'm going to fucking just... kill Osiris
1: when I see him. Also, give yeah. him a hug with my ghost body. God, I love hate that guy.
2: I mean, that's why they have the long prongs for hugging.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm now. <laughs> you killed me.
2: Oh, um, gosh. But. <laughs> we recommend that you you watch the streams on your own uh there's some interesting little tidbits and stuff like that to be had uh yes the last one will be going over the loot that you'd be receiving some quality of life changes uh that kind of stuff things that will be ongoing uh hopefully there are some nice adjustments new ways to earn the things that you want New way to change the things that you have already. That'll be real exciting. I'm pretty excited for that one. Um,
0: yeah.
2: Last one was pretty short. Showed off a couple cool things, cool activities on on Mercury. A really pretty interesting public event. Honestly, I kind of liked it a lot.
1: I unfortunately <clears> missed <throat> the last stream because I was in an airport.
2: Yeah i I texted you the deets. Yeah, uh,
1: you you really saved me there, bud.
2: But, I appreciated uh, it. No problem. Uh, it's a it's a neat way. I admittedly they they hype up a, an aspect about it being different every time you play these same ventures and stuff like that. Uh, right. But they only ran through it once. You really didn't get to see that. I kind of wish they did that much. But at the end of it all, they showed some really cool stuff that I won't spoil for any anyone out there who hasn't seen already who's interested in seeing it but imagine a darkest timeline and then think about that and you can go from there because it's uh it's pretty interesting
1: isn't Uh, um so i'm kind of reaching into a fandom that i don't know anything about but isn't the term darkest timeline from a tv show where like it's like everyone's evil, and they're also all wearing mustaches. Yeah, yeah, that's the darkest. <laughs> it's it's a show called Community. And okay, so yeah. the darkest timeline in Destiny is like all of the Vex have mustaches. Yeah, and yeah. all of the Guardians have mustaches. Yeah. yeah, but not on their face, like on their helmet.
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But it's not
0: it's not just mustaches. It's like the mustache goatee combo. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I mean
2: this is coming out right after Movember's, so, you know, it's that whole the no Sh- shade November whatever excited right. thing. So
1: true. So Excellent it's like, point uh, the lore is yeah. really coming
2: really together. working
0: there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Excellent. On our helmets everywhere. Oh god. Just like a
2: little bit of like scotch. Right, tape. But I
0: I do wanna see that mustache on my ghost. I think that would be really cute. It would a be ghost, really cute. A ghost mustache would be very good. That'd
2: be a really nice shell to make, just like the ghost ghost. Yeah. Make it happen, bungee. I, missed, Bungie, I please. miss that
1: shell. I think about it like every day. Awesome. Yeah.
2: You got it too. You got it late, but you got it. I
1: got it super late. I got it like a month before Destiny 2 came out. I
2: remember
0: but that. you still got it. But I
1: still got it.
0: <laughs> anyway, <laughs> like what are we what are we talking about today? Uh well we did put a poll on the Twitters mm. and like the attentive people we are, we answered the poll. We're talking about exos. It's the exosode.
2: Exos will give it to you.
0: You're welcome <laughs> for the episode name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Exosode. 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 Talk about let's talk about our robot friends. Let's go.
1: Yeah. When I was at Guardian Con, there was this lovely individual as we were waiting for the lore panel, and they asked me what my favorite piece of Destiny lore was. And I responded, well, it's the Deepstone Stone Crypt and the creation oh. of Exos. God. So I'm pretty excited to talk about it, even though there's a lot of uh, blank spaces. Yeah, that, that seems to be like we, very common. For real. We yes, the Hangar yeah. Lounge hosts... Um, we'll fill in with our infinite knowledge and <laughs> as, improv
0: skills. And speculation. As best as we can. Lots and of speculation. Sp- Just assume we're uh, wearing spin foil hats the entire time. I
2: I need Deepstone Crypt to show up in the second DLC. I know. And I think it will, but I yeah. want it to so bad. because I'd I be so love afraid Deepstone Crypt.
1: So excited. Yeah. I, but I've, why don't we why don't we get into it? We've yeah. we've seen exos around the tower. One of our favorite vanguard members is an exo. Our sweet Fancy little before. robot friends. Yeah, Ikora Ray is an exo. Yeah, um, <laughs> and everyone's actually an exo. Everyone. <laughs> some some are just wearing fake skin, and others are not. Yeah, this is Gross. straight up like. Uh, Westworld out here. So. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. No. Uh, Exos K- are usually you can you can tell they are Exos by their metal features. They're beautiful metal features
1: <laughs> that are very great and
0: wonderful. And usually, if they have a name followed by a number, that's mm-hmm. a way to tell if someone is an Exo. So, for instance, Kate 6 or Banshee. Forty-four. I almost forgot what number it was. Yeah, him too. Don't worry. Saint fourteen. Yeah, he for- Saint fourteen.
1: But let's
2: Left not confuse too. those
0: with yeah. frames. Yeah. No. Yes. Yeah. What's because, the difference?
1: Because we have
0: like Katie fifty-three thirty. That's true. And our site ninety-nine forty. My good good friend. My good good friend. Our site. I miss our site mm, so much. The sweeper
2: bot. Sweeper um, bot.
0: Those aren't exos. Those are robots that aren't necessarily
1: um, as sentient. They're like robots that can do jobs, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they can do services. They can be programmed um, like Shaxx's Red Jacks, which mm-hmm. run out and, you know, clear an area with basic combat. We saw some of those at the beginning of Destiny 2. Yeah. Uh, doing the good fight, helping us save our precious tower yeah um we saw Sweeperbot, of course who somehow viciously murdered a whole bunch of cabal of course um and they're sweeping up the remains um we have benedict who has been taken over for a different <laughs> cause but overall Oops. these these Guys, these robots don't necessarily have the same amount of sentience, but they will have quirks yeah. depending on how long they've been running for, yeah. and the little fun things that have kind of cropped up in their programming. They... I don't know if that's a thing that really happens, but I Eric's mean, kind a computer of... scientist, so maybe <laughs> well, he
2: knows. So there's Exos are, a, are kind of a mystery, uh, but Frames. Are what we typically associate with robots and robotic warfare and that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. they're they're the bastions. If we want to go into like Overwatch situation, sure, uh, they're, they're bastion. They're they have a, a, a mundane kind of intelligence that might be programmatically set into them. There's even a card somewhere in there. One of the the red jack cards off of one of the crucibles. That I don't remember which one it was which is just detailing uh, look like pulling data from these robots and then loading new uh, commands into these robots one yeah, by one oh, okay. programmatically and that's, that's all it is and so it- uh, they are they're typically I think that they're more along the lines of like the frontline soldiers because they don't want to expend civilian lives and right. guardians are also like, the people who go beyond them or bolster their forces in some respects. So yeah. they are things that can potentially be made. I don't know if they've been built or their golden age. I don't feel that they are compared, considering that people are building ships and stuff at the same time. Yeah, I don't, and they're yeah, also being still, maintained.
1: People yeah. are still building, like the Red Jacks, you can see in various forms of disrepair. I think they're still creating them now yeah. as they need them. yeah.
2: Yeah, but exos stem from, and this is why I feel like there's a big distinction in between them. Is that exos stem from the golden age? They are mysterious. Uh, mm. There, there's numerous depictions of them having scattered memories. Some of them. I, I, one of my favorite uh, cards describes them as being covered in moss, as if they had been long since dormant, now recently awakened. Yeah. Um, uh, entities they they have this odd liveliness to them personalities real actual rich personalities instead of just being not that way instead yeah. of just saying you know do you want the crucible shacks is the crucible kind of <laughs> stuff like that or you know packages for the titans too heavy, too it's, heavy. it's it's a lot more robust Uh, while at the same time having a lot of interesting oddities to them. The whole, we might want as well talk about the number system that they have to them, which is believed. I guess I I say believed because there's like an inconsistency in some respect that somebody brought up, but I don't even think it's that substantial between uh, how they describe, what's your name, Lakshmi 2. Yeah. And... uh, and Banshee 44, because it says that Lakshmi 2 only had one reboot, but Benedict, not Benedict. Uh, Banshee. <gasps> Banshee. Banshee 44 had 44 reboots, so it's kind of like, so why is Lakshmi 2? But that's like a whole semantic thing. Yeah. I think that's just like a, oops, we accidentally did a typo. Because uh, it's easy to do. That's It's, it's super easy to do. Yeah. Um, but anyways, it's that this number details the number of reboots they've had and this process isn't really ever fully described from what i've seen uh there's it's and either that's because it's only like an exo thing and only exos talk about it or it's rude to ask them about Hey, what's all this reboot and stuff that you're doing? Yeah, I feel like like that's
0: something really personal. Yeah, I feel like someone should know, though, because, like,
1: my biggest concern is, like, one day we're talking to Cade Six, and then he just, like, fucking falls over. Yeah. I feel like the ghost would know.
2: I I feel that they do, and they don't discuss it because it could be considered just mundane or impolite.
0: Yeah, Uh, yeah. I mean, because, like, Exo's. Exos are pretty much people. They're pretty yeah. much. They have they have hopes and dreams and dreams. They have hopes and dreams and and mm. and things they want to <laughs> do and goals and ambitions and all that stuff that normal humans and awoken have. Like everyone has those things and the Exos do too. So it's it's kind of like if you were to look at a chart of all the robot friends of Destiny, it would probably be frames at the bottom. And then it's a huge jump because I don't know any other <laughs> it's robot kind friends.
2: Of nothing in there. And then... <laughs> like a
0: huge empty space. And then uh, you have probably AIs like fail safe and then war mines on top and then exos and ghosts a little bit above that. Maybe. I don't know because war mines are also really like, Wah! so I don't know where war they fall. have their
1: own mysterious. Yeah. Thing but those going. are those are it's
0: kinda like maybe War mines might be a little bit below Exos or Exos are a little bit below Warmines. There's not enough information for the intelligence.
2: it's, uh, it's the, kind of a mystery. I feel yeah. that in terms of like tier of Power or significance or something like that. Not to say that anyone is less significant than another. No, no, yeah. But like the the frames have like a mundane programmed intelligence. Exos have a human or, you know, some sort of sentience to them. Yeah. Um, And then war minds are, and AI is like fail safe, Rasputin. Uh, I actually recently replayed that one adventure where you go around on IO uh, mm, finding yeah. the, the musical notes called uh, mm-hmm. Arisibo I believe it's what it's called uh, yeah. which is the name of an observatory in Puerto Rico uh, which is neato um, and these are golden age AIs programmed yeah. with massive amounts of power to the point that I think that Destiny is definitely trying to push the idea that they're like long dead gods from the golden age who were built mm. alongside the traveler and its own mirror image and whatnot uh mm-hmm. that kind of situation which is cool that's a cool thing i hope they keep doing that yeah i hope i hope uh i hope i i is wrong about saying that there's only respite because there better not be i want to see I think she all will be surprised. sorts of them I want to see when? tons of them, especially considering yeah. the music types that they had in that one mission. diverse and all yeah, it was all
0: very different because like Rasputin is no. I know this is like getting off topic a little bit, but Rasputin, yeah. the Warmind, is known for like his love of Russian ballet music. Mm-hmm. And then if you played that adventure, you had a different sort. I actually like played through it and tried to Shazam all the music <laughs> that I heard because I was idea. like, I wonder if it has any like actual connotation to it um but then one was like an American March one was a classic uh Chinese type mm-hmm. Opera I think like their their dramatic um theater type yeah. music and then uh one was a Russian Kind of ballet so yeah. one was probably rasputin but then the other oh, two so i was just like what the we've never heard could, this music before. it could just
1: be representative of the fact that rasputin has been severed and so he mm-hmm. very much does his own thing and then yeah we have these other war minds that are all still kind of connected but kind of have their own fun fun quirks yeah of their own yeah. where they all have a different. Favorite type of music. That's That'd what I fun. think is
2: they're gonna do. I don't think that Eichor is wrong that there was only Rasputin, but mm-hmm. being isolated from himself definitely might have set uh, different personalities for different planet <clears throat> war minds. Mm-hmm. But anyways, that's a whole <laughs> separate thing. Exos, which. And this all stuff can be tied together in a lot of ways. These are all mm-hmm. various levels of uh, sentience and intelligence and power. And exos are human. They're people. They're yeah. They're a whole race, effectively. There's a
1: great grimmore card. Uh, one of the earliest exo grimoire cards where... It's, it's from the perspective of an exo who is talking to you, and they're like, Don't stare at me slack jawed like that. I'm just like you. And they kind of talk shit mm-hmm. about how people view them as, you know, unequal or different. Yeah. Um, and it's a really great card. I highly recommend reading that one. Um, but it, it goes to show that whatever purpose these exos were built for they all feel as if they were made for war mm-hmm. but whatever purpose they feel they are on this earth now they definitely have the computing power and uh, personality and you know many equivalencies to humans and are awoken pals they're sentient yeah. alive they seem to be able to live for a lot longer than everyone else, but there's definitely a price for that. Yeah. Um, as you mentioned in the rebooting. But there's a lot of mysteries regarding Exos and and kind of where they came from and what their, their purpose was. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Because it, it is a little puzzling to create a war machine that is also sentient Mm -hmm. and can make decisions and can maybe decide that this war isn't worth it or you know it's kind of a strange juxtaposition to be like i was made for war (sighs) yeah but i also have my own thoughts and feelings which is kind of i guess the benefit of I don't want to say benefit because I'm not really a a pro-war person, but the benefit of the Red Jacks is that they go in and they they do the thing, no question asked. Yeah. But Uh, Exos can be like, I don't
2: know. I think on this note, not throw shade or anything like that, but why don't we consider the one Exo that we know has detailed his past Uh, what he was before he became an EXO, his dealings with Clovis Bray, and the fact that he is not the best soldier that you can think of I mean, (laughs) Cade 6 (laughs) Cade 6 is plucky, he's juvenile, he's unprofessional he's snarky and yep. he is not at all what you imagine a, a rugged, trained soldier to be. Perhaps, Let's be honest,
1: he's no Saint-14. Yeah, yeah,
2: perhaps you can consider him a failed experiment in that respect. I don't like to think that way, considering he suffers from a lot of the same things that other Exos do. But when it comes down to it, he has a personality that is not a war fighter. And to that extent, it's a question of, well, why was he made an Exo? A machine that is believed to be made for war. Right. Um, And that's the question. Um, It could,
0: because we don't know the origins... A lot of Cade's backstory, or at least like patchwork backstory, comes from the Taking Kings Collector's Edition. And it came with Mm -hmm. a book of Treasure Island where Cade kind of treated it like his journal. Yes. Um, And in it, he details that he remembers being a human and that at one point, Clovis Bray came a-knock in and they were like, you owe us a debt, we know how you can pay up. So mm-hmm. maybe- We know that
1: he worked as a security guard at Clovis Bray though. The, yeah. the debt that he had was affiliated with damages or something that, yeah. that he caused. And they were like, hey,
2: bring your mind and we'll wipe away the debt. Us-
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: I was going to say give us your human body and wipe away the debt. That was going to be my goof, Eric, but then you took it. So,
0: whatever. Um, but like it could it could have been that he was maybe one of the first exos, who knows? Maybe like he started out as being the prototype or the experiment. Like this is mm-hmm. how this is our starting platform on trying to get this very I guess sentient intelligence into this robot frame.
2: Yeah. So,
0: so it could have been that, and then after that springboard of K-6, or at least Cade. Um, after that, then maybe they found a like a more routine procedure or something a little bit more factory, like a little bit more oriented towards like building something for a war effort. So, instead of I- like.
2: I I think that that was kind of the point that I was building to was Clovis Bray is involved. And whenever you hear the words Clovis Bray, you (laughs) should think of a really terrible person in the golden age who experimented on people without any repercussions and did horrible, awful, no good things for the sake of a bottom line. And this is possibly one of them.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
2: I don't think that people in the Golden Age, especially considering, although admittedly, there's like the whole idea, the ties between the Vex and the Exos is that the Vex did show up in the Golden Age uh, and were being researched and they were capable of simulating humans, you know, people with sentience and whatnot. It's possible that they were trying to replicate that with making Exos, but they couldn't get it. So they just decided, hey, why don't we just work with what's already here and try taking try taking someone Nick Valentine style and imparting <clears throat> them into a body that they can use.
1: Shout out to that guy.
2: Like that kind of <laughs> stuff. I think that they, they started with a foundation and I think that Cade, whoever he was before, yeah. was one such person. Uh,
1: it's, it's still a little confusing with Cade. I mean- like i said at the beginning we don't have so much information Mm -hmm. on how these these exos were made and one of the problems is the rebooting the fact that with every reboot whatever that is whatever causes it makes exos forget chunks of their life yeah so k-6 has written these things down but even in Destiny Two. In his journal entries, you can get from looking through his treasure caches.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He even admits that he doesn't really remember. Remember? Yeah. They're just like things that he has. Um, There's whole. They're, they're there. memories that he wrote in the past that mm-hmm. he still can look at, and he's like, I don't remember writing this, but
0: maybe it's true. I don't know. Can you yeah. imagine though? Like, Kate is only like in his quote-unquote six reboot, and yeah. he's already this patchwork, I don't want to imagine what it's like in Banshee's head. Like, yes. God.
2: Banshee is such a tragic character. I know. I'm so,
1: I get really sad whenever I think about Banshee. Yeah. Um, they,
2: there's even but notes then, in the new tower that says that he tried to sign into certain things as Banshee43, and that's oh. like this is new this just this, this just happened this is the
1: thing that new i built. hate so much is when you're standing near banshee 44's thing and he's like i won't forget anyone i, I, know I
0: lost
2: that's i so will not and
0: i'm like you're gonna
1: forget
2: yeah <laughs>
0: I, you like this spongy. I think I think that too I'm just like oh but you will my friend you will I love
2: you <laughs> it, it is a curiosity why banshee has so many reboots uh, yeah. to him as well uh, maybe he's faulty if, like that's possible I think that it's possible that reboots are self-inflicted in some way it's like a, a thing that they do or their ghost does or a ghost does yeah. uh, for them since it's typically described that they are enigmas even to themselves and that only the ghost can truly understand their inner machinations and whatnot. you know inner machinations yeah. of their mind or an enigma etc mm-hmm. etc uh, but like he has so many and he has like but he also has memories of uh, Midas and Uh, as like what they were in the past and they were possibly ancient like Mida multi-tool is possibly like an ancient weapon in a lot of ways Yeah. Uh, I think I don't remember if this is true so this is like potential speculation I remember seeing something that Mida were like an old terrorist group on Mars oh shit and that's why I the Mina multi-tool was built because it was for like surviving in the the wasteland and stuff like that. This is all like completely off the record. I don't remember reading I this in official stuff. I haven't
1: stuff. heard anything about that, so uh, yeah. I don't know.
2: I haven't read this in official stuff, but I remember reading it somewhere that someone was like, yeah, that, that's the case. Just wanted to put that out there. I'll go <laughs> read that later because I, I need to know more about my favorite scout rifle. But anyways, yeah. uh, he knows so much, but he also knows very little. He he, yeah. he forgets that you're standing there sometimes, or that you've been there for maybe 15 minutes, trading in a ton of weapon materials, trying to get a certain <laughs> gun or whatever. Um, he, it's he's such a, an odd entity, especially when compared to Kate Six, who's been mm-hmm. through a lot. Um, and Lakshmi six too, Who's too, been through like... a ton of stuff. Who apparently was there when the Fallen took London. So says she. But I don't think that she has any reason to lie about that specifically. Yeah. Like, it's just... Putin sounds cool. It sounds awesome. It's just, I want to go there. I want to see what they're doing in London. But, like, you know, she's... that These characters have been places. They've seen things. And... <sighs> so like what triggers uh, a reboot and I don't think we know I I don't even know if the, they know yeah I wonder if we're gonna meet Saint 15
1: that's that's really uh, <laughs> Eric if we meet Saint 15 I'm gonna die oh, that's so cool <laughs> regardless that's, it's, uh... that's
0: like Bungie's roundabout way of being like you met him but he wasn't Saint 14 wink <laughs>
2: That'd be Wink so wong. interesting, Wink. though. It was revealed no, so much. No, I hope much. we learn
1: more about it someday. But I do think yeah. it's kind of like a personal question. Yeah, yeah. It's like, just We don't talk yeah. about that. No,
0: it's it's and like you wouldn't go to the Awoken and be like, "So the collapse, yeah? Like, do you remember how you changed? Like, do you remember that? Do you remember that?" What's up with your
2: eyes too? What's like, up what's with your eyes? With like, and then, like, yeah, you, you just don't ask that question. You turn around yeah. to an exit and it's like, so you like ramen, huh? But like how do you eat it? Question mark? <laughs> like, how can you slurp anything when you got like holes in the side of your mouth or whatnot? Oh, how God. do you do any of these things? <laughs> yeah. like, it's um, it's rude.
1: <laughs> yeah. To it's... continue um, the Clovis Bray speculation. We have the Treasure Island book talking about Clovis Bray. Mm-hmm. Um we also have something that doesn't necessarily prove that Clovis Bray created the Exos, but one of the Iron Lord Grimoire <clears throat> cards <clears throat> um, is about Lord Teemer and Lord Fellwinter. Fellwinter mm-hmm. is an Exo, um, which is even interesting in itself because there's a card about Fellwinter being damaged during a reboot so he couldn't remember his name, so his name is just Fellwinter now, but he's had more than one reboot, clearly. Yeah. So that's an interesting um naming convention, but Teamer tells Fellwinter that he's basically found the origin of all exos and brings Fellwinter to the Clovis Bray Labs on Mars. Yeah. So that's just another little piece to maybe Think about, but we don't necessarily know. And also, Teemer was a little wild, so who knows?
2: You were a lot. I, d-
1: I miss Teamers.
0: I miss Teamers. Phil Winter's
1: my favorite. <laughs> I mean, Phil Winter and Teemer are two of my favorites. Maybe because they're both warlocks. But hey, yeah, it's fun. A mm-hmm.
0: little, a little, another like speculation type thing could be about the the way they're named. Um. The Grimoire card. I think the one you were talking about. Winter's guile. Yes. Um, where fell winters? I think it's fell winter. Where he says, yeah. "Why can't I remember my name? I always remember my name. Something's wrong. Was I damaged in crypt processing? Like mm. this yeah, is fell winter. Yeah. This could be like the first time a ghost or his ghost revived him like, very first memories or a conversation he had of his ghosts. And -hmm. then the ghosts would say, I don't know anything about the Deep Stone Crypt. It's before my time. And technically it was because, you know, the ghosts were born during the collapse and the Exos were created during the Golden Age. Can
1: you imagine just, like, the layers here of, like, being an Exo, theoretically... Potentially pulled out of a human body and being put into a robot body, okay. Then being rebooted, yeah. And then dying for real, and then being revived. Oh god! And just like how how many layers are like sandwiched
0: on top of each other of just pure confusion. Oh gosh, it's just too much for. That's too much. Oh my goodness, but. Um, it could be that their names are chosen or they get a different name after they're revived. So, like, Cade's name is probably Cade when he became a guardian or when he was revived by his ghost. So or he could have
1: found it in his notes or something. Or,
0: or he, yeah, that could have happened. I don't know. There's so much speculation about, like, a name could just be a name. It's the number part that's, like, the important bit when it comes to Exos, because that could show like reboots, possibly. Who knows? So much speculation.
2: <laughs>
0: so much. To me, rebooting sounds
1: a lot like being revived.
0: Yeah, but it's. I mean, I don't know. Cause then, heck, my my Titan character, who I haven't even started, but like in Destiny One. Yeah. Like, like oh billion. my gosh, we jump <laughs> off the tower for funsies. Like, you know?
2: Yeah, I don't... Yeah.
0: No, I don't think it is,
1: but yeah. just the way it's talked about, maybe it's as natural for uh, an Exo to reboot as it is for a Guardian to revive. Uh, mm-hmm. Does okay. that make sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I want to quote Cade in his Treasure Island book. He says... I came here flesh and bone, gave everything to the ice, started over, rebooted. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds pretty easy. Yeah. Sounds like, eh. Just just give everything. Just another day. Your whole life. Your entire (laughs) life.
2: Oh, God. I don't know. It's interesting. It's a lot.
1: (laughs) We also have more speculation regarding... Just exos in general. There's a lot of connections to the Vex, and then there's also connections to Rasputin and the War mines, If yeah. you want to talk about that,
2: uh, so we t- wh- why don't we talk about? Let's talk about the the connection with the Vex. Why don't we do yeah, because that that's now?
0: something that like I actually didn't know or realize until. I was reading this these here show notes. I yeah. was just like, Wait, what the vex? Actually? What? What?
2: So what? So there they I think I think there's enough to be said that like, looking at them, the connections between the golden age and how the Vex arrived, how they're capable of simulating humans, how that'd be a really interesting thing to do scientifically to be able to create life from nothing, create these exo-soldiers. So that's gonna inspire this mad scientist of Clovis Bray to do that (laughs) stuff. Um, But there's also, uh, there is a a ghost that you could revive in the vault of glass, after Taken King I think it was Taken King is when they started showing in um, mm. and this is the second one and it details so the the mysteries the the mysteries that you can find in the fault of glass are typically believed based on how they're described to be visions from various other timelines to various other times, which fits yeah. mm-hmm. the Vault of Glass really well. You know, Vault of Glass is an area without time. It exists beyond the system, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and this one describes uh, a ghost that was found by an exo. Uh, it was staring impassively from at the ghost from afar, picks them up and then attaches it to its belt and then engages with two dozen other exo soldiers in the battle against a massive army of vex and it's just exos and vex there's no other depictions of humans or uh awoken or anything like that and the awoken is definitely explained because at the end of this scene there is a faint glimmer a ship made out in the distance that has a Golden Age insignia on it, as if this is a battle that occurred in the Golden Age between the Vex mm-hmm. and an army of exo-soldiers. Yeah. Uh, possibly on Venus, considering this is where a ghost was found before they were a thing that was happening, potentially. Um, yeah. And also because this was in the Vault of Glass, and the Vault of Glass is on Venus. Uh, it's just kind of Uh, an interesting thing to note specifically by Bungie with this, is that why would they explicitly cover Vex and Exo fighting? That's an irrelevant thing to say, but it's possibly to draw a parallel between these mechanized soldiers and these mechanized soldiers on the other side. They're like the same thing, but different. Question mark. Robots Uh,
0: versus robots.
1: We also see in destiny 2 at least some very unique scannables that are just for exos um specifically on io is that right
2: yes yes they're all in uh, io i think i'm pretty sure they're all in io
1: um if if you are in an exo and you begin mm, to that's th-
0: nessus 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 yeah are you sure nessus yeah
2: yeah you, i've seen them on io Maybe well, there's there a couple. of them.
0: Well, the one that Kelly's talking about, I know there's one specifically on Nessus. Go on.
2: Eh, whatever. They're both Vex artifacts. They're both yeah. Vex artifacts. That's the yes. important detail. <laughs>
1: um, and one, when you scan it, if you're an EXO, it says that it was attempting to interface with you or that it was designed to interface. Uh, With exos, which is just a little interesting. Like, why would that exist? Mm -hmm. Or why would the technology even be compatible in the first place?
0: Yeah. I do know that in Nessus, um, there is a scannable that if you're not an exo, then the ghost is like, oh... Like there's fragments of Cade's data or something like that. Mm-hmm. There's fragments of Cade within the Vex network now, and that's because Cade got stuck. Yeah. And then but if you're an Exo and you scan it, then it's like, "Oh, there's a connection." Don't touch it. Don't touch it. Yeah, it's like there's a yeah. connection between you and the network now for some reason. And of course, again, Cade probably caused it cuz cause he got stuck. Well-
2: I see there's two here. Uh, so one of them is on Nessus, uh, yeah. that one's in the Tangle. It's that weird looking white tree thing that you can see in the distance. It needs to stand it, and it talks about the conflux and your Exo body and whatnot. Uh, yeah. And then there's another one on Terabase Sharon on IO, okay. which uh, lo- it says that it was modified, which is interesting right off the bat, to allow Exo's interface for the fax network. I personally think this is a nod to the the Exo Stranger, considering the Exo Stranger is a really cool character that should come back, and also because originally they were supposed to be Osiris's assistant, and Osiris has to deal with Vex. It's a good way to lead into things, etc., etc. But it was modified, which means that it was somehow tampered, and then it was somehow possible, even then. Like, that's. Like how question mark? <laughs> Unless they have some similarities in, within, and mm-hmm. there's that. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's. I
0: hope. I hope the extra stranger gives us her great fashion advice. Oh my god. Let's do a ponchos <laughs>
2: Just, <there's> ponchos. <laughs> Just uh, Give me
1: the poncho, gonna... Bungee. Osiris is gonna hand you a poncho and be like an old friend of mine taught me that
2: and <laughs> guardians gonna,
1: really enjoy these.
2: It's gonna be like a cutscene and he's like you should have this but he's like wait a second and then he like tears off like the poncho part and leaves it just a cape and it is like this is more your style right? Oh this no! is what you wanted. And you're like oh no, no. no. no,
0: He's just like wait what no 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 and then he like tears it and then your guardian is just like <laughs> <laughs>
2: <No>. uh, <laughs>
1: as dramatic as when your ghost falls off of the freaking oh, yeah. ship at
2: the yeah, beginning. It's gonna, be
0: the yeah. uh, it's gonna be on that same
2: level. It's
0: gonna be on that same level.
2: But so oh, we talked about their their vexed ties. Yeah. We've talked about rebooting. Yep. Uh, we've talked about their potential origins. But yes. I think my personal favorite thing about Exos is the mention of a thing called Deep Stone Crypt, which we both. I think said we should talk start.
1: about Rasputin first, though. Should we
2: talk about Rasputin first?
1: And then we can like ease into Deep Stone Crypt.
2: Are you sh- okay? Let's go. Since
1: right. we've, since we've talked it. about their connection to Clovis Bray and their connection to the Vex, let's also talk about their connection to Rasputin. Okay.
2: So. <sighs> K six has a card where he details, and Brask Brass <laughs> says that he must be the War Mine Rescuer, and this could be put- Brass being yeah. the
1: former Vanguard, the former <laughs> Hunter Vanguard, and
2: this yeah. could potentially just be a goof made by Andal Brask, but it's a question of why is it detailed, Chekhov's gun, etc., etc. Is this a potential thing that can happen, and? part of me hopes that that is a thing that can happen and that Rasputin suddenly shows up in an exo body and it's just like now I'm going to kill you all while dancing ballet because I'm that awesome but there's there's just I don't know I'm not entirely sure how to go on with this it's it's something that was said
1: so I would like to say that In one of the original writings Mm -hmm. of Destiny, before the first game was rewritten, there was this very compelling image of an EXO kind of dripping in like fluid and like you know sitting there and looking super grumpy. And there was a lot of conversations about how Rasputin had a bigger role in Destiny One and how he actually came to you in the form of an EXO, Mm. uh, controlling an EXO to communicate with you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So keeping that in mind, that was an early version of Destiny that has since changed. Obviously, we got a different game, but there could still be remnants of that theory in there that Rasputin has this connection to the Exo. Yeah. Rasputin might have been the one calling the shots, you know? Unfo- um, unfortunately. like, hey, go fight the Vex.
0: Yeah. But unfortunately, it's like all... Like I feel like the connection between EXO and the War Minds is like even more speculation than anything else. Like there's, there, like this is like grasping at straws. There's like not really a lot to connect them yet.
2: That's the thing. I I don't know how much there's a connection beyond this is card beyond the beyond Rasputin being a server and an EXO being a client in programmatic terms. That is to say, war uh the war mine Resputin is capable of programming or imparting part of his sentience into an entity that can be programmed. That could be a frame, which might not have the capacity for what he's trying to do. That could be an exo, which has a much greater capacity. Yeah. Um I don't know how much we can say about their connection, though, unless we know more about the history of the worm minds and who created we might them. Might learn
1: more about that. Which is that something very that we soon. are going to learn
2: <laughs> potentially. Hopefully, Bungie, please just <laughs> just do it. Like I don't need to what? know you more. Did? I don't need to know more about the mind flayers who are peeling apart the 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 programmatic structures and in that one place, the Dust Palace, because we did that mission 10 billion times. I just want to know more about it so much. Yeah, I
1: got so distracted when you said mind flares. Yeah. I was just like, yo, which purple tentacle boy is gonna suck my brain
0: out? <laughs> oh God, I knew Simon
2: it. flares, dang it, too much d will <laughs> kill much.
0: you. Oh. Too much, too much.
2: My bad, Scion Flares, the three I was, guys. I just had <laughs>
1: such a different image of the Dust Palace. Yeah,
2: I was just
0: like, wait, are they called Mind Flayers? Isn't That's that like what a... I thought. I, was like,
2: I thought it made perfect sense.
0: <laughs> you said it with such confidence that <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah, they're called Mind Flayers. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> so close. Oh, but um, the Scion Flares, the guys no, with the really cool but, capes.
0: Yeah, like, I feel like... Um, I feel like at this point we've learned enough about the 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 hive.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We, we've no, learned we never enough. F- not enough. And we learned enough about them. Nope. Um, <laughs> Cabal, we got like a nice good thing about like it's not a lot, but it's something. You know, following mm-hmm. the same. We're gonna learn more about the Vex during Osiris, most likely. But like we mm-hmm. know nothing about the War Minds. It's just like so much speculation and it's it's kind of hard whenever you're reading Rasputin's cards because a lot of them are typed out or like they're formatted like a program code and then there's like a bunch of key terms that people
1: people are speculating about them they've been speculating about them for years and I don't know if we truly know what they mean
0: yeah, like, it's 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 really interesting how it's written, and I like it, but as someone that's... Re- it's hard for me to get into, like, deep sci-fi, and it's hard for me to read deep sci-fi stuff. It's hard for me to grasp what Rasputin is or what information there is about Rasputin. So- for all
1: we know, Rasputin could be making a protocol to just start baking cupcakes for everyone on oh, Earth. yeah. Totally. Yeah. And we just don't know.
2: A a quick side note, this is getting pretty far from exos, but oh, no. I just want to say, well, I mean, it's it's regarding what you just said, Maria, and that yeah. his cards come in a program structure. Yeah. So drawing parallels to ancient languages that no one can read anymore, that are mired in mystery and runes and things like that. wouldn't program structure be perfect for that?
0: It would. It would be
2: perfect for an ancient language of the gods in a world of sci-fi fantasy.
1: Yeah.
2: (laughs) You're a nerd. Just wanted to say that. (laughs) It Um, would be. Eric's a nerd. (laughs) So, (laughs) there's, there's, there's ties to Exos, to the Warminds, to Vex, to... Golden Age to warfare to human sentience to mm-hmm. Saturn, which is where it's believed that Deep Zone Crypt is. That's where I believe that Deep Zone Crypt is. But
1: let's talk about Deep Zone Crypt. I love Deep Zone Crypt. <laughs>
2: but real like the nod is that Deep Zone Crypt is typically believed to be someplace cold, someplace frozen. Um, so there's two places that come to mind immediately: Europa, which is what I would love. <laughs> but where I think that they're going to push it now that I'm looking at it more, considering uh, it's believed in the second DLC that the the figure in it is Anna Bray. I think it's Anna Bray, the hunter. Because yeah. uh, yeah. she has the, the shoulder insignia that's the same as her cape. Um, mm-hmm. And it's in a cold place. Is that it's going to be on the polar ice caps of Mars. That's where I think now that they're going to push Deepstone Crypt, and it makes more sense considering there's a lot more there, and it's close, it's frozen. Yeah. Um,
0: Clovis Bray.
2: Yeah, and it's it has close ties to Clovis Bray and all that stuff. It, it makes sense. Um, but why don't we talk about what Deepstone Crypt is or could pot- potentially be? Because there's a couple of beliefs here. Uh, I don't know. Kelly, this is your favorite bit of lore. Why don't you talk about it? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I um, like it too, a lot.
1: So, Deepstone Crypt, we've seen there was a Titan mark in Destiny 1 mm-hmm. that could have depicted a potential image of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, there's really not a lot. Um, the Deepstone Crypt is. The place where Exos were believed to first obtain their consciousness, but Deepstone Crypt continues to haunt every Exo as if some kind of dream, you would say. Yeah. Um, if Exos sleep, then this is the equivalent of a dream, where they have a dream about this tower, this large, imposing icy structure um and some exos will just like walk straight into this tower right Mm -hmm. it's all good the rest almost every other exo it seems is just uh an all-out war um exos need to fight their way to this tower and on their way there, they will fight every person they've ever met, which is pretty intense. Um, it begins without a weapon, and then at some point they'll pick up a weapon. And apparently, it's very difficult to make it to Deepstone Crypts. The majority of Exos have only made it there once or twice. But it's just it's, a, it's just it's an just epic like a game.
0: Fight. It's just an epic game of PUBG.
1: That's all yeah. it is. It's really just, yeah, every night, x go to bed and they just play PUBG. They play PUBG all night. And, and truly, truly, in a classic way, you only get winner, winner, chicken dinner, like, once or twice. Um.
0: Oh, God. Damn it, Maria. I did it! <laughs> I just but thought of it. Go on. Deep Sun, <laughs> Deep
1: Sun Crypt is this this dream, this protocol, what have you, that Exos go through every single time they sleep. And it's been mentioned um, in Grimoire. It's been mentioned on this Titan mark. Sometimes Banshee44 will insinuate it, especially in Destiny 1. He'll talk to you and he'll be like, do you ever hear about dreaming or whatever? and you're just like, Banshee, say more.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, keep going, Banshee, keep going. What was I talking about? Damn it. <laughs> Damn it, Banshee, no.
1: <laughs> it's okay, I love you anyway. Um, we also talked about Winter's Guile earlier, that mm-hmm. Grimoire card, mm-hmm. and Felwinter referred to it as Crypt Processing, Yes, which um, is pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Regardless, Deep Stone Crypt is kind of like basically anything else with Exos. It's kind of rude to ask them about it. Yeah. Right? Like, it's it's kind of this thing that looms in the air and people know about it, but people don't want to talk about it. I it's like if like... you watch, if you watch Cade 6 eat a bowl of ramen, yeah. you're like, where does it
0: go? <laughs> but you're not gonna ask yeah okay but true. i feel like if you could ask anyone you could ask Cade, and then Cade would give you shit about it unfortunately but he yeah. wouldn't be mad he'd just give you shit about it he'd just yeah. say something snarky and witty and be like oh it goes in my stomach of course i don't know it goes in my tummy yeah <laughs> <laughs> But I feel I don't,
1: like. I don't think even Cade would want to talk about Deepstone Crypts, though, because. I
0: feel like the way. Deepstone. So yeah. I feel like the way Deepstone Crypt is described, it, I, for me personally, it's just having a nightmare the same time, ta- like the same nightmare over and over and over and over again. And that's not something I'd want to talk about. I'd, I'd probably want to avoid sleeping at all costs if oh I know God. that was imagine, awaiting me.
1: Imagine waking up. Right? And, like, getting ready for your day. And then you, like, walk by one of your friends and you're like, oh, I stabbed you in the face last night in your dream. exactly. Like, that's weird and messed up. But Exos, at their pure essence, at at least what they once were, I don't know if I want to continue to call them war machines because I think they've changed fundamentally over time. But Exos were slash R, war machines. That was their their primary purpose. So this crypt processing, for all we know, could just be like their training protocols, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, at night, they need to go through their basic combat training so they can go through in the morning and be real chill. That doesn't explain why some people get to go to the tower by itself without anything happening to them, but... (laughs) Um, for all we know that could just be you know, like, welcome back to combat training. Yeah. Weirdo.
2: <laughs> so that's welcome. what it says. I think that Bungie's drawing a parallel to Valhalla and uh Einherjar, something like that. I'm terrible I'm pretty sure I just butchered the pronunciation of both of those. You're um, fired. <laughs> but the, the the Norse afterlife uh was like an eternal battlefield you would go there you would enjoy wine or not wine mead or any other drink and food and then you would join your god in the eternal battlefield in preparation for an event called ragnarok which is the apocalypse yeah it's just that they twisted it just a little bit. They just put a little twist on it and said, Hey, you're also killing all your friends, family, loved ones, anyone you've seen on the street, that guy that you just bought some ramen from, all the people, <laughs> you just gotta murder them to get into oh. this place. And I it's I definitely don't think that Deepstone Crypt is a tangible location so much as it's what is programmed into their mind. This is a tower that they all see in their dream. It's something that was put there. It might not even be a real place. And they're just trying to get there. Yeah. They uh,
1: they never even in in the Grimoire card or anything affiliated with Deepstone Crypt, they never even talk about getting to the tower. yeah. Like they're like, yeah, we make it there once or twice, but they never say, and the interior is super comfy (laughs) and it has a, you know, there's candles everywhere (laughs) and there's a cool jukebox that we dance in. And like, you know, like they don't, they don't say what's inside of it. So it could just be like, God, the worst nightmare ever where you fight your way successfully. And Mm -hmm. then you like get to the tower and like open it.
0: And then you wake up, and you're like, "Okay, yeah." yeah. Hey, here's a question for you, Kelly. Um, yeah. I haven't read the book. Mm. Do androids dream of electric sheep? Right. Mm-hmm. That's that's the title, right? Yes. Yeah. Is, is there possibly any parallels to what the Deep Stone Crypt is and what that book is about? Maybe. Whew. <laughs> <laughs> is that like a question to answer later or
1: I I don't know if we could draw too many parallels. Androids in that world um have just begun obtaining a level of sentience where they wish to rebel and okay. be different. Okay. Um there is actually something in in that book known as mercerism okay which is kind of this this immersive experience that multiple many people go through it's it's a worship practice where you put yourself in in the situation of this person Mercer, and it's supposed to teach you extreme empathy. Okay. And that's kind of the only thing I can think of where there's this universal experience that everyone is going through that teaches them empathy. That could be something that they're referring to with Deepstone Crypt, but that is not affiliated, interestingly enough, with the androids of do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep? They um have implanted memories. Uh, A number of the new ones have implanted memories, so they don't even know that they are androids. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that's related, really. But mercerism as a concept could be the fact that everyone willingly goes through this experience of extreme suffering and pain in order to increase their empathy for each other.
0: Um, That could be something. Yeah. It mm-hmm. sounds like it could be something. I mean, I feel like if you were forced to kill your friends over and over again every night, you'd have a lot more appreciate, you know, you'd appreciate them a lot more the See, next day. here's the
1: thing, though. I no? think that Deep Sun Crypt <laughs> does the opposite. I it think just Deep Des- Crypt desensitizes, desensitizes you.
2: I think yeah. it desensitizes you. It's supposed to build you up for being
1: Anyone is your enemy. <laughs> yeah. Anyone can be your target. True if Rasputin is truly connected to you he could turn around tomorrow and be like yo kill your friend and you'll be like I have to I've, I've done it I've done it like 40 million times already mm-hmm. and this is not a problem now yeah so I think it's kind of the opposite of of mercerism okay in that case Good question, though, Maria. I'm always happy to talk about science
0: fiction literature. Yeah. I just, (laughs) I feel like, you know, Destiny takes a lot from other science fiction. And that's like, that's a sign of good writing, in my opinion, is when you borrow themes from other writings or quote unquote steal them. I don't, I don't care. All I know is that, like, it's good science fiction when you can, like, draw parallels to other works of, literature and you're just like you can like base theories off of that as well i just know that like because it's dreaming and because it's exos in my brain i was like i wonder if like that has to do with anything yeah the the dreaming of electric sheep is more of
1: um oh my god we're not gonna get too deep into it but animals in (laughs) in the world of of that that particular book have a very special significance, oh. um, which is what they're talking about mm-hmm. oh, in, that, in that that the movie Blade Runner completely threw yeah. out. <laughs> well, Blade Runner didn't really address it at all, so no, except they did for a couple a couple of times. <laughs> uh, we could talk about that later, though, if you're interested in learning more about the significance of the animals and do androids dream of electric sheep versus how they were cut out of Blade Runner <laughs> and Blade Runner twenty forty nine and all our, of the short films. That's
2: in our upcoming. New podcast purely Uh, about sci-fi literature.
1: It's me, sci-fi girl. Yeah,
2: that's what's called. I'd I'd listen to that. Sci-fi girl.
1: (laughs) Hey, if you guys want a random um, book recommendation, I'm reading a great book right now called Left Hand of Darkness. Oh. Written by Ursula Legrun. It's a really good science fiction piece. Anyway, exos.
2: (laughs) So get on it, everybody. Read Read it. Let's Please. do a reading group. If fruit. you're interested, like you don't have to. You're your own person, uh, <laughs> or are you? Um... <laughs> so that got that got pretty heavy, uh, yeah, for a while. So why not talk about some interesting quirks for XOs relative to the other races? Because I yes, found yes, some yes. fun little tidbits. My personal favorite, which was kind of seen in Destiny Two, but there's an armor set in Destiny 1 called the Neuro Gas Set. And it implies yeah. heavily that it's just supposed to replace exo-limbs. Like, it's made also, like, other people can use it. But if you're an exo, you can just replace your limbs with this and just have it. And yeah. that's just wild to me. That's just a wild concept that you can just replace limbs immediately. Well, the I certainly hope prosthetic. so.
1: Because, like... Cade six needed
0: yeah. them. Yeah. At one point. Big yeah. time. I kinda hope that they don't feel I mean, I think they wouldn't like feel pain if they lost. I mean, i am pretty sure I've heard Cade go ow, 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 a couple of times. But, but there could
1: just be like, the phantom like we pain. do that. Yeah. We do that. People do that sometimes where yeah. like, you know, you'll like very gently push your friend or whatever. Or they'll push you and you'll be like, ow, like it's not real. It's just like a human response and that could be replicated in the Exo experience.
2: I definitely think it's just kind of like a weird sensation. It might not necessarily be painful, Though so I feel like they might incorporate some sort of pain to make sure feel, that they're like, hey, yeah, I feel this like bad.
0: Yeah, I feel like at some point after losing a certain amount of limbs, there's a part of their exo brains that's like. Maybe it's like the HUD in Fallout,
1: where it's
2: like,
0: <laughs> hey, your arms crippled.
1: Your left it's arm, a arm little, is it's crippled. A little pit boy
2: just walking and kind of panching up arm. Uh
1: Cade, in the corner of his vision, has, like, a little <laughs> cartoon version of himself, <laughs> and it's just, like, your left arm and your right leg are crippled. <laughs>
2: ah! You just didn't pack here. Uh, I definitely think that they feel a pain, but it's definitely not supposed to be debilitating. Right. I mean, it's because they're supposed to keep fighting. Uh but that's just a fun little little thing that i saw i didn't i l- used to love the Neurogast armor set back in the yeah. day i thought it was super cool looking and then i actually read the stuff recently and I'm like oh it's just exo body parts kind of Yay. <laughs> just <laughs> talking about exo you. body parts
1: <laughs> um there's also some lore that implies that exos might not necessarily have a heartbeat mm mm-hmm. mhm but might have a coolant system
0: they've got to run somehow they've um, they've got to like you know it's there, not just the power of the light like they, yeah there, got there's yeah. a hunter chest piece there's a hunter
1: chess piece uh called carnivore match um and it says artificial microfibers regulate respiration and heartbeat. Or pump coolant for exo users. So it's talking about the difference between the human and exophysiology, uh, mm-hmm. uh, specifically the coolant system. I hate when my coolant system gets yeah, all messed up.
2: They keep your <laughs> like coolant system good. Uh, <laughs> I, I. It's definitely possible that they don't necessarily have a heartbeat. They just might have like a weird little hum when you feel your chest. That's
1: oh, very good. <laughs> that's a so
2: good. Like your computer.
0: Yeah.
1: Um there's I just think about when they have coolant systems I also think of failsafe where she's like oh my god but my hull is in 186 <laughs> pieces and my coolant system oh my god I'm such a mess and Kate is like same
2: uh, oh mess.
1: yeah my my hull is also in many pieces and my coolant <laughs> system could be better like <laughs> same failsafe Also safe.
0: I also like the like we've been joking about it Throughout the entire recording so far but like the fact do Exos eat or can they eat because I remember I think there is a grimoire card in Destiny 1 where Cade talks about brewing his own moonshine or something mm. I, I vaguely remember there being a card about Cade brewing his also own the like fact that he has like sweet. a glass of exactly, green liquid yeah.
2: in the <laughs> Destiny 2
1: trailer yes. and a whole bunch of people were like are you just doing that to show up Cade can you actually drink <laughs>
2: Like, and what does also, it do? The,
1: my favorite spicy ramen shop. What do you do there?
0: <laughs> so oh then my god. Deej apparently. Um having word from the writing team says that he is capable of eating spicy ramen as anyone else but that's a very vague non-answer because it's like yeah of course he's allowed to shove food in his mouth but does it actually do anything?
1: So we don't know like we don't know how exos are necessarily powered like we know that they have a coolant system and we know um you know, they, they have to run somehow. Mm-hmm. And here's here's a theory for you. What? Mm. Do y'all remember that really good game Horizon Zero Dawn? Yeah. No. Yeah. There oh. was a point where when the robots would run out of energy, they would mm-hmm. begin consuming organic matter and oh, processing it. Oh yeah. So it could be that exos can eat and it can be used as a supplemental form of energy.
2: Dun dun, 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 dun. I also think it's pretty neat that they have weird glowing lights at like their throats and stuff yeah. like that. Whenever why? they talk they flare up. Dude, and... someone at
1: Clovis Bray was just like Why are you doing this? And the <laughs> other one was like aesthetic. I they, they gotta
2: look good. Like if they're gonna be on the war field, they gotta look good. Um, um, and I mean like there's also the weird thing that Kate has a horn. Kinda strange. Like, Because it looks cool. Yep. It does look cool. <laughs>
1: When Kate was being put into a robot body,
2: (laughs) do you think he was
1: like, "All right, so there's, I mean, I look great. This is human Kate talking. Yeah, I look great as is, but I do think that if I had a horn." (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if I had a horn, I might be way cooler. And then the Clovis Brace scientists rolled their eyes and they were like, yeah, whatever. Just please stop talking. You've been talking for 45 minutes.
0: <laughs> he, he
2: adds the addendum, <laughs> would also make me good at fights. Uh,
0: yeah, you <laughs> like, like, can put them. like, it's an extra sensor and also a battering ram just in Yo, case what if it's actually just a knife like
2: one day he's gonna god. pull it out and it's just gonna be a sh- knife it's just like, like a knife oh my god.
1: <laughs> it's just a knife he's gonna be cornered and he's just gonna be like alright it's go time and then he's gonna oh pull god. out the extra knife
2: never bring a gun <laughs> to a horn fight
0: <laughs> oh my god God. I got gotcha. you, you. got me. Oh, my God. <laughs> I got <gotcha>. you. <laughs> oh, it's such a great visual. Holy shit. Oh, please. Someone send this to Bungie. You're welcome, Bungie. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
1: hey, Bungie, you can have that one for free. Yeah. <laughs> I know we've given you a lot for free in the past, but you can
0: also have this one you for free. You can also this have also that for one. free. <laughs> Oh Jesus! <laughs> That's such a good visual.
2: Oh, wow. You got
0: me.
1: <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> what are You're... other weird things that exos do? Oh
0: jeez.
2: Um, the stomach, <laughs> confirmed people. Oh. Uh, removable <laughs> limbs. Got a coolant system. I don't they head, know. They, they can headbutt people they and kill can. them. They can. That might be an, an everybody kind of thing, but they can do it as well. <laughs> uh,
0: I feel like if an Exo does that, though, like oof. it's an extra, it's just extra force applied to For it. It's just even more deadly than when I like wonder, a human or okay, does it. Okay, so
1: if we meet Saint 16, 15, <laughs> 17, whoever. Up. Yeah, it just keeps going yeah um, I wonder if the dent in his helmet also went to his head. Oh like, my god! Like I wonder god, if he also yes. has a dent in his that head. Would really that would be cool, really cool. Actually,
2: I really like that. It'd be like yeah. a war scar kind of thing. That'd be yeah. awesome.
1: I mean, the exos do have like oh, when you create them, they have like bullet wounds in mm-hmm. their head, and yeah. they'll have like pieces missing, and like all kinds of wild nonsense. Mm-hmm. So,
0: I think be a thing. if if Saint 14 does have the dent in his head as well as his helmet. I think it would be something that the ghost would purposefully keep on oh, his nice. body because he's like, yeah, I know it was really fucking cool, but it was also really fucking dumb, so don't do this ever <laughs> exactly. again. Exactly. Do not do say, this ever like, again.
2: <laughs> no more, please.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and just keeps that as a reminder, like the dent in his head.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think you'd like it. Yeah,
0: he'd wear it as like a badge and be like, "Look at this cool thing! You know how I got it? Head butted a kill." (laughs) Yeah, what's up? Did you do that? (laughs) No, I did. I'd be pretty scared to do it, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Mm (laughs) Oh man.
2: A baby hunter head.
0: Oh geez. So we talked about oddities. Mm -hmm. The rebooting, Deepstone Crypt. Possible connections to the Warbind and Clovis Bray. And Vex. And the Vex. I always forget the Vex. Um, (laughs) You
2: won't soon enough. (laughs) ah, it's
0: all that we'll be talking about. (laughs) It will be quite vexing. Um, Uh. (laughs) uh, There's also like a bunch of Exos throughout Destiny. We've talked a lot about Cade 6 of course. Mm-hmm. Um, Saint fourteen, mm-hmm. Banshee forty four, but there's also mm-hmm. um, Ariana three of the Praxic Fire, and um,
2: she went into the the dark below, the yeah. the crow raid before. Yeah, she kind of
0: had her whole light like stripped.
2: She's got a oh. super cool ship though.
0: She does yeah, have a super cool ship. She does. And then there is is three, and I think Take was um part shows of up in... the raid or not raid god the strike right the really yeah. sad strike yeah she shows Samantha up and song she
2: shows up <laughs> in the strike um doing some quick research before this thing i found out that she was, was absolutely a member of the praxic order and she yeah. had the coolest title i've ever heard called praxic deconstructionist which is awesome and yeah, also, how do i get that by the way She's also probably the co-creator of the Zen Meteor because you can read the Zen Meteor's uh, flavor text and it has a quote from her, which is where I got that title from. So pretty cool.
1: (laughs) Rest in peace. Yeah. That's really cool. She's kind of dead,
2: but I think she kind of wanted it to be that way because the Practical Order is pretty badass.
0: Yeah. For some reason in my head, it's hard for me... Like for me, I didn't realize that Ariana was an EXO until like mm-hmm. I read her full name, Ariana 3, And mm-hmm. then I'm just like, oh shit, yeah. she was an EXO,
2: yeah. what?
0: <laughs> so it's like, for some reason, for me, it's hard for me to be, like imagine these like cool legends that we've read about, and then the entire time they've been robot friends. And yeah. I'm just like, what? that's even
1: better though that is even better it's kind of like the case
2: with Felwinter because Felwinter didn't have a a number until he just kind of showed up hey I'm an don't got a number though because I'm too cool.
0: Also, that's also something else that might be rude to ask. Like, so uh, what's your number? Ooh.
1: I'm sorry, Gosh. I'm not interested in a date.
0: I mean, I mean
1: like your reboot, your reboot. get, get out of here, dummy. Uh,
0: <laughs>
1: get out of here.
0: Just, just go, just go. And then of course, oh, the wonderful Exo Stranger.
2: And her wonderful poncho. I hope she shows up again.
0: Hope she does. Maybe she'll be the exo stranger too. Or Ugh. stranger too. And then Bunchy's like, gotcha. Her name is <laughs> the. 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 Yeah. the two. I
2: am the exo stranger.
0: The exo stranger. <laughs> Don't forget the article. (laughs) Honestly, Bungie said that
1: they weren't going to do anything else with her, but I feel like they were bullshitting us. Oh, so hard. I there's
0: Um, no there's no way. Considering
1: that, you know, you can find scannables about her. Mm
0: Yeah.
1: Um, in Destiny 2, I really think that they were just like, yeah, don't worry about her. She's not doing anything in particular.
0: Maybe the reason why they said the exo stranger won't like had a fitting end is because the next time we meet the exo stranger, they won't be a stranger and we'll actually have a name for them.
2: (laughs) The exo friend.
0: The The exo friend. (laughs) friend. Yes, like Uh, we know each other. You gave me the gun when I wanted the poncho. I I remember. I remember.
2: I feel like I, I said this before. I don't think that she'll be like the main center point for a future story but it'd be such a loss to not use her at all for any future story like as like a like a sub character a vendor just an interesting talking point something like that yeah Um, because her story kind of did conclude But now we can move on to stories in which she is a supporting character in and is able to help with her own unique time-traveling, super cool trans-map thing, awesome gun kind of way.
0: Also, who was she talking to the entire time? Can she explain (laughs) to us what she didn't have time to do? Please, oh,
1: Guardian. It's so great to see you. I finally have time, so let's just sit down on this picnic mat.
2: <laughs> I love. She, she's like, I finally have time. She sits down. Okay, so the Vex are like robots, and, and they then star they come swipe. From...
0: <laughs> and then star swipe, and then you just catch the tail end of the conversation, and and that's, that's
2: where I got my poncho. <laughs> and you're just like, what?
0: <laughs> no, the conversation ends, and she's like, and that's how you can get a poncho, and you have no information whatsoever. <laughs> so go do it. So go do it. And then, like, you don't get any mission, and you're just like, ah. Oh, yeah. You gotta find it. Damn it. You gotta find poncho. the poncho in your heart. Find the poncho in your heart. Hey, you want to know something that bothers me a lot about
2: what?
1: the Exo Stranger? What? She's like super naked except oh. for a poncho.
2: Oh like, yeah, totally. It's kind of weird.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's,
2: it's kinda I don't strange. have
1: time to put clothes on. And then again, I don't have time to explain. It's possibly
2: Shh. a reference to like Terminator and something in which, like, when you teleport through time, you can't yeah. bring things with you. Except but it's for still kind of weird.
0: <laughs> it's it's kind of weird, but at the same time, it just shows you like yeah, there's a distinction between exos and everyone else because they mm. can run around without clothes and they probably <laughs> clothes are probably a nuisance a for quirk. them let's be real they're just like oh god we have to put this uh, on maybe that
2: might be something we can add to the quirk list it's not only can they be naked but like yeah they have the characteristics I mean, of people like yeah the gendered Look at the people. stranger's
1: arms yeah They look so inconvenient. Like, unless the Exo Stranger is wearing, A, a custom-made spooky suit, or B, the baggiest sweater on the entire planet, there's no way that she can put her arms into anything.
0: Yeah, She has, like, those big, like, hello things. That's why she needs the poncho. Because ponchos don't really have sleeves. They just have, like... A big opening. That's true.
1: Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Thank goodness. Yeah.
2: Oh,
0: man.
1: Maria, what would you do if warlocks got ponchos?
0: I would die. I would (laughs) personally buy a ticket to Seattle, march into Bungie headquarters, (laughs) and be like, I've wanted this for hunters for so long. So long. I would I die. Know. We'll see. I would we'll see. I would die.
2: I definitely if... think that they're more likely to get mantles. Things around their neck or something like that. Something to make them like, yeah. look kind of cool back there. Pretty yeah. Cool.
1: Hell yeah. That'd be
2: an awesome other class item for warlocks that have like a cool little crest.
0: Yeah. And hunters
2: can get ponchos. I don't even care. They're like <laughs> bigger awesome capes. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Just give them to us, please.
2: Can't think of what like, Titans th- should get,
1: though. Mm. Um, Titans should get full-on aprons.
2: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Kiss the cook. Do yeah. nothing to this cook.
0: <laughs> yeah. I feel like the ghost would personally give that to their Titan. Do nothing to this cook. <laughs> please, prepare, please to, get nice. prepare <laughs> to get headbutted. Prepare to get
2: headbutted. Oh my god. Well, I think that might be it. Is there anything I else so. you want to say about Exos?
1: <laughs> uh, Always remember to give your exo friend a hug if they want one.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um Give them permission okay. to
2: kill you in their dreams.
1: <laughs> it's okay if you want to buy them delicious sweet treats because <laughs> they can eat them.
2: Ask no more. <laughs> it can be done.
1: Um and you know, hopefully if you give them Two fish and a seashell <laughs> and well, some fruit. They'll give you some cotton.
0: Oh <laughs> uh, I was like, where is she going with this? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh god. <laughs> Yo Maria, yeah. Where can the people find us? Oh my goodness. They can find us in two areas of the internet the Twitter sphere at hanger lounge. Twitter, right? Yes? (laughs) Yes. I always always mess it up. I always mess it up. And it's written, (laughs) and I always mess it up. At Hanger Lounge, or they can find us at our website, thehangerloungepodcast.com. And you can contact us, let us know how we're doing, and even throw suggestions. What do you want us to talk about? We'll talk about it. I threw a poll out there, and... You know, I thought you just threw it.
2: Just do you just... want to know more about the praxic deconstructionist title? Because I sure as heck do. I
0: sure you can do. Yes. probably yeah. won't be
2: able to find anything, but we probably can sure as heck don't. speculate what they're capable of doing.
0: <laughs> do you want an entire episode that's purely speculation? We can do that. <laughs> it'll be hard.
1: Be based <laughs> we off can do it. It'll, it'll be the spin metal hat episode, Yeah, we'll spin metal hat episode. just throw out like. So, what if the traveler is actually made of meat?
2: I would be really scared. I would too. (laughs) Like the the shell cracks open and it's just like a... uh,
0: It's like an egg. uh, You're welcome.
1: uh, You're welcome, everyone.
0: Oh, God. But so then, good. if it like broke at the bottom, then all the stuff would have like poured out—just guts, viscera. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.
2: Uh, oh, God. Wow, this this took a turn right at I the. I'm playing Dungeons
1: end. and Dragons later, and I need to really prep up my, yeah. um, you know, my my nasty gore speech. This yeah, is but... us
2: telling Maria to watch out because a fight is coming and people will die because she's nice. also part of our. Campaign.
1: Especially if you're an exo, there's a fight in your brain every yeah, night. That's every night. How I'm going to oh, tie gosh. that back in. Um, hey, thank you so much for listening to The Hanger Lounge. Um, remember to subscribe follow iTunes or <laughs> through Google Play or, you know, however you get your podcasts. We also have our podcasts on Pocket Casts. And, you know, we don't advertise anywhere or anything, so... If you could do us a favor and rate us on iTunes, that would be really awesome. Mm-hmm. And if you like us, tell a friend. Tell a friend. Yes. Do tell that. Tell a friend.
2: Tell tell Goldie to listen to her podcast when you're giving <sighs> her some an apple.
0: <laughs> some cherries.
2: Fish. Tell Tex. I think Tex would like this show.
1: I think Tex, I think Tex would really enjoy this podcast. Tex is really so. cool.
2: Well,
0: it's really cool we are cool. not devolving into an animal crossing pocket <laughs> pocket camp podcast
2: yeah. I'm
0: leaving <laughs> alright thanks for listening
2: thank you for listening
0: <laughs> thank you goodbye everyone bye <laughs>